Okay, welcome to episode 10 of the official Arbroath FC podcast. Uh, usual suspects with me, to my right, Jamie Cadman. How are we doing, Jamie? Hello, and welcome back, JB. Thank you very much. Very good time. Fermer? Hey, yeah, how are you doing? Nice to see you. <clears throat> Not bad at all. Um, it's all good. And our favourite job hopper, Ewan <laughs> Spoonie Smith. How are you, uh, sir? I'm here to stay this time, to be honest with you. That's it. The only, the only job I ever wanted to work for, so there you go. The only job you ever wanted to work for? Is that a more Johnston quote? Aye, well, <laughs> there you go. I'm next to Fairmer, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I was missing them too much, that's why I came back, to be honest with you. You're not the only man, you're only human, man. Couldn't, couldn't entice them to come down to Tanadice, so I had to come back. Good to, good to have you here anyway. We're going to do a, a slightly different thing. We've had the transfer windows just slammed shut. Um, last night, so it's a quick review of the games. We have had a little bit of a Christmas break, um, so it's looking at the games, looking at the sign-ins, and having a look at where we can potentially be in the survival fight uh, for the end of the season. No survival fight. Just get that out there right now. No survival fight. That's defeatist talk. Well, it's kicking it off at the moment. <laughs> it still is at the oh, moment because oh, where you go, Dex head off fantastic signing season. I agree with that. So he's he's like, oh, I mean, here, man, we're getting right up. Well, the table. I, I also <laughs> agree with that. Right. That still doesn't mean you can't have a survival fight. It can be a positive. You can turn that into a positive. We've got, we've got a cause to go for here. We're, we're battling. Got to roll the sleeves up, Fermer. Oh, you boys is getting to be a bit pedantic with your language <laughs> just because you've got a journalist in. <laughs> Two. two journalists. <laughs> did you know? Did you, what was your two like? You're a journalist or not? Did, did you not see Dick Campbell's uh, chat last week that I posted up on social media about, about being in the trenches? You'd did love, you post, to, did you'd you love post, to be in the trenches with Big Dick. Did you post on social media? You'd love to be in the trenches. Listen, I, I stopped posting for a while. I bet you enjoyed that, yeah? I'm sure. I couldn't believe it. You had a wee break. had a wee social detox for eight months. Great. We never hit that bloody paywall anymore. <laughs> The last game we've reviewed was way back in December. So we've got the whole of January to look at, starting with the 2nd of January. What a game. Away to Dundee. What a day. What a day. Hospitality. Were you? Aye, fairness. Three long shock. I day. Well, right. Okay. <laughs> treated, treated like lords. <clears throat> really good. In there. It wasn't a champagne, but I don't like champagne. I don't know why, but fizzy wine. It was good. Me, wife, Kevin, Carl. It was really nice. But Kev, Kev, we're all in. <clears throat> Kev what? Kev Middleton? No. No, 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 no Kev Middleton. No, no. man? Kev, Kev Crabe. <laughs> but uh, no, Dundee, what a start to the year. You just couldn't get better, could it? Eh? We, we played, I thought we played fantastic. Eh, digging in there eh, and just, what was it, 10, 10, 15 minutes, 1-0 up. We went mental in the hospital lounge. <laughs> Uh, actually just about got thrown out but that's a whole different story we'll like, wifey didn't like us celebrating oh, right, okay. done our bro scoring did, little did she care she'd pop me another three times <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can 1-0 up and then 2-0 I'm thinking to myself this can't be right uh, but I think we were by far the better team anyway Dundee pulled him back just before half time <clears throat> uh, and then they like, they equalised a wee while just after half time at 10 minutes into the game or something and then again, our brood, bang, bang. Just phenomenal crowd. A great support. Ah, it's brilliant. Uh, just nothing bad to say about that day. Fully deserved victory. I thought we looked more like ourselves. Unfortunately, in my opinion, it was a wee bit short-lived. Uh, but I thought we were great mm -hmm. against Dundee and mm -hmm. gave us a wee bit of hope. Yeah. 
you've been to a lot more games than I've been to Fermor over the seasons, not just this this year. Best debut by a player, El Mani. Uh, oh, that's a he had some game. That's a tough thing to, to <coughs> answer. Uh, I never he had a great game. Don't get me wrong. Best debut. Well, I mean, as far as my memory can, can go, it will have to. But I've seen a lot of good debuts. Uh, I'll give him that just now until I can think of well, something. Everybody different. was raving about. He was. Him. He was great. Uh, he was. I think what made it even better was we hadn't had showed much previous games. Uh, so I think uh, and can you get these guys thinking that back at Abdi's minds was a wee bit uh, is this boy going to be any better than what we've signed before previously but I think he came on and he proved it uh, I'd heard he was good and I'd heard he was keen so mm-hmm. you what do you think yeah I mean we had a long wait to see him didn't we because we had originally signed him in that's November right. I think and then we had the problems which I think are ridiculous just to put on record the reason we never got him was because his last status was as an amateur and he'd been in an amateur ranks for only a matter of months and he wasn't allowed to sign out with the transfer window mm. even though he was a free agent for a club which I think I think that's denying somebody the right to work personally but that's what happened to him but anyway the fact that he came back because I gather he had options as well he had other options during so. that period to go to other clubs but he stayed loyal to Abroth Abroth stayed loyal to him what an impact that day I remember Cammy Kerr got voted man of the match by for Dundee and Cammy Kerr was in his back pocket the whole game yeah. I think <laughs> I'm going to put it on record as man of the match things there are no, <coughs> pardon me, that seems it's voted be hospitalities. Aye. You're a I've waste a of time. Shared, a few drinks by that point. Aye, I mean, I, I remember going to one uh, to the hospitality and uh, Lawrence Shanklin won man of the match. The game had even kicked off. <laughs> and, and that's fucked. Because <laughs> the, the, the folk that was picking man of the match, mm-hmm. she, she'd never met him. She thought he was great. And so that's, she voted for him. So And, and I've seen it in the hospitality. Folk vote for uh, the, the, the home team person at the time nah, when we were up at Cove Rangers <laughs> they were voting Ken, it, it, it's their favourite player it, so uh, man of the match at these things I'm no just it's always the home player though it's always the home player you never, yeah. you never, the only time it's the away player is it used to be years ago when as a journalist in the League Cup they used to come up and hand out a sheet to all the journalists and then it could be from either side but that was in the days we used to win prizes I mean some yeah. players won bites and stuff like that for for winning man in a match, remember you. Bikes, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if I'm right, my memory serves me correct. Ian Jess for Aberdeen years ago won a Coca Cola bike after man in a match. Yeah. Quite how he got that up the road I, after the game, I've got I no idea. That, yeah, yeah, so yeah. The old days of a bottle of Bell's whiskey's changed. Yeah, <laughs> we were in the hospital in the commentary. We picked a Dunfermline player in the Dunfermline game. There he goes. We didn't always pick a home player. Oh, fair enough, aye. Well, it certainly was the Kami care that day. That's what I said. Nah. What, what about Yassin? What I like about Yassin, right? Okay, you see his background story. We all know his background story. He was a, a stunt double for Neymar uh, and, and Ronaldo on TV adverts. And Nike, he's been to Barcelona, <coughs> he's been to Milan, he's been to London, he's done all these adverts. That was a, a gig he had on the sidelines. But sometimes with these freestyler players, they can't actually play when they go on the pitch. You know, they're brilliant to take to a, to like a showcase, <laughs> an event, and, you know, and get the crowd going and everything. But the minute they step on a football pitch, they're lost. But he doesn't look lost on the pitch. He's somebody that actually tracks back. He's somebody that, that fights for the team. Um, I've I've met him and interviewed him. I mean, he's really already very much invested. And the one thing I like about what our bro are doing just now, a lot of the the players that we're signing that are coming on a hybrid full time status, they're staying in the town. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's really important. They could stay in Dundee. They could stay somewhere else. But 
get to know the town, get to understand the town, understand what makes our broth tick as a place, and then they might have more affection for the place, and I think that that's working, so... Yeah, all the, last, the last lads fella liked our broad. The reason they bid on our broad is because they couldn't afford the tax of hemp and the vetoes. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know, you'll know this because you know all the stats and things like that. Is that the last time our broad beat Dundee since something like 1979? 1979. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically enough, uh, literally just before I came on the podcast, I was out and I was speaking to one of the players that played that day, David Durnall. Oh, yeah, he I, and he actually we were talking about that. He was saying that he played the last time we, we beat Dundee away, so in nineteen seventy nine. Incredible, phenomenal. I mean, albeit there have been a lot of years where we haven't been in the same divisions yeah, yeah, and stuff like that, but still. it's still a phenomenal record, you know. And um but actually the ironic thing in Fermer might agree with you, it wasn't altogether unexpected for me because actually in our games specifically with Dundee this year, we've competed really well. I mean, we, we put, when we played them the first time at Dens, I thought for spells we were the better side and we ended up losing 4-2. When we played them here, we were more than worth our, our one-inch draw, so it wasn't altogether unexpected. In fact, I was away um, the week before, we, we were all down at the darts, eh? so, and I was talking... You were not all doing at the darts. Oh, you were not <laughs> doing at the darts. You certainly tell though. Um, but um, I was speaking to Johnny Booth, and I was saying to him, Johnny, I genuinely fancy us to get a result. Um, I just had a feeling that this could be the turning point, so, yeah, okay. We can talk about the next week's game. It didn't. Where's that turning point? A turning point, but it certainly set the tempo for what we've been like when we've been good in 2023. Well, it brings us to the Cali yeah, game. Yeah, you mentioned it. <clears throat> Not great. Was it four-one defeat? I don't think it was our best performance. I watched that <clears throat> for the telly because I was near wheel. Uh, I don't think we were we were brilliant there. To be fair, uh, but I mean. I heard that Elmani was okay, but this is just way fans have been speaking to. Uh, so some of the players were okay, but it wasn't just brilliant. Yeah, do you know what? Right, it was a. F- I've seen, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but I've seen a few heavy defeats at Gayfield yeah. recently, right? Yeah. yeah. And as the heavy defeats go, it was on the less embarrassing side of things because it wasn't really a four-one game for me. Don't get me wrong, yeah. Cali were the better side, they deserve to win, but I think 4-1 flattered them a little bit. It was a little bit like they scored at the right points in the game. It wasn't like the Queen's Park game where I think they ran all over us, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think mm. Queen's Park are the team, they're, they're probably the best side I've seen players at Gayfield this season is Queen's Park. The way they, they oh, tore us apart that night. Um, even the Dunfermline game, Dunfermline were good, but weren't as good as Queen's Park. But um, we we didn't we just didn't turn up that day. It was a shame, you know. Elmani scored a cracking goal. Um, the sad thing is that game's probably best remembered for the commentary, isn't it? It's best remembered for the the wayward free kick by Elmani. It's the Jeezy Peeps moment, isn't it? That's the, the Jeezy Peeps game, you know. So, um, but I just hope the next time we turn up, when we're turning up on Saturday against Rafe, that we turn up and we show our home form because the home form has not been good this no. season. Well, I was about to say, do you think we're struggling playing at Gayfield? Do you think our home advantage is not as good as it used to be? With new sign-ins, not training in our growth? I think we've got a bit, we've got to be quite honest with ourselves here. We've had a howler. Uh, I think we've maybe not been as bad as a lot of us has been thinking or a lot of us has been saying because we've not been getting the results. But I think that now we've definitely beginning to gel now and the guys... I mean, I'm hearing and you and was there the other night there I'm hearing that training's different I'm hearing that Dick's different and I think the fans are different yeah. the fans are the fans are keener they've got a wee bit more buoyancy about them in belief mm-hmm. and that'll come down 
I mean, it's the players have got beliefs now. They're training and they're liking it. Kind of speaking to, well, yeah, okay, my source is Bobby. Speaking to Bobby, he's saying that uh, the, the players are, are different. These new boys just really stuck in well. I'm yeah. hearing for other people in the area that Dick's different and Dick's a different man. And again, yeah. that's often. They, they, they said he seems to just be mere, like, uh, what's the word I'm going to look for here? Uh, rejuvenated. He's, right, okay. He found his mojo, for a better yeah, word, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and. He could, we can understand what like it is anybody that's been in a position like Dixon and, and think it, I suppose you get disheartened you've bought the players in they're no working I was just about to say do you think he sees those players that have all left do you think he sort of looks at them and there's no spring in his step he sees the new signings and thinks oh I've got a chance here I, I think so I think that Dick's no different for any of the rest of us he'll not uh, like it if something he's done's no uh, work it uh, uh, Unfortunately for, for him, he's the man that has to change it. Yeah. Uh, I am not sure, I'm going to ask you and this, I'm not sure who's responsible for bringing these new signings in. But at the moment, with what we're seeing, they are totally different. In my opinion, they're totally different. The signings we've got now are fit by players. Yeah. You, can, you can see that. <coughs> I mean... Uh, well, we're running through them individually after, yeah. we've, okay. after we've done yeah. the, yeah. the last yeah. games, but we'll get to that. Yeah, but yeah it's yeah. looking good. See, the, see on the, the thing you're talking about, Dick, right? I went down to training last Monday, and um, first of all, as they always are, we know the club's so welcoming, honestly. Welcome like with open arms. You know, just felt part of the team when you go down there. And that's the club that I love and, and respect. That's the club that we all love, that we feel they, they open the doors to you and they let you feel welcome. So we went down there. Um, Dick was uh, enjoying the fact he had an audience I think he likes he likes an audience so he enjoyed the fact he was down there the chairman was down um, we were watching the players and he did have a spin he was running the sessions he was doing the drills okay. and he was uh, making the players do some old fashioned drills he would say and he was making them like uh, bump and jump into each other and stuff like that and he was trying to get them to knock each other over and things like that and they were laughing at it you know but they were enjoying it there was a lot of fun going on and some of the new boys had, had come and uh, started for the first time I think Toyosi was there for the first time um, and he really really settled in straight away and I noticed that Bobby Lynn right at the end went over to him and said, look, well done, Toyosi, he did really, really well and took him into the group and made him feel part of it. That's what we need. We need a collective group. Ah. We don't need... The, the worst thing you can have as a, a football team is you can have your wee group over there that's sitting in the corner there and your wee group over there because when they go together on a Saturday, they should, uh, be t- they should be together. They should all be together. They shouldn't be their wee pockets over there. And I think that's what we've got again. I think the spirit's uh, there. I heard it was a bit like that before Christmas, wasn't it? it was I, don't, see, I don't know yeah, rumors, but I don't, I don't, I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You could see it in the I pitch. genuinely don't know the, the ins and outs of that, but I know, I know that what I saw the other night was the broth yeah. that I think have come over the years. Yeah. And, and the Dick Campbell I saw the other night is the Dick Campbell that I've come to know. I wonder if with Dick, I'm thinking back to the Kilmarnock game, you know, when we lost, I gathered, I mean, he was surrounded in a circle with people at the end. He was absolutely devastated that we hadn't won the league you know yeah. that was I think that he thought that was his big moment yeah, his big his, career his moment dream, you know yeah. um, and I wonder if that coupled with losing players in the, in the summer that we were always going to lose the lone players but then the players that we didn't expect to lose and then the, the start I wonder if it just all started to weigh down yeah, on them quite do. a bit yeah, but um, what we've done as a club we've put a structure in place we will talk about recruitment we've put a recruitment structure in place we've given Dick Campbell support he's not alone he's got Ian Campbell he's, he's got he's surrounded by people he knows and he trusts as well and you can see that he's back and Dick Campbell loves a fight he loves a battle he loves being an underdog 
It maybe doesn't suit him to be the leader, you know. It maybe doesn't suit him to be a, a team that's, you know, they're riding high at the top. It maybe suits him to a team that's got a point to prove or people writing him off. Yeah, I think he, you're right. I think he likes that sort of role, does he? Anyway, moving on to air. Two all. What do you think? The newbies stole the show. Uh, that's yeah. it. That's Another it. Newbies, newbies stole the show. Shite referee. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Right, yeah. For me, for yeah. me, I think absolutely fantastic that the new boys got the goals again. That's meaning I think further yeah, on. Should have, should have won. Eh, with what I saw, should have won easily. Second half, aye. easily. Second half. It's interesting because uh, we'll talk about the Martin game in a minute, but similar to the Morton game dominated the second half just you keep us right yeah. Yeah, we, we, we absolutely dominated the second half against Derry it shouldn't have been a penalty that was the, that was the first bad decision the referee got it was never a penalty for them they got that penalty decision in their favour and then first of all I thought the ref was going to abandon the game at the penalty because the boy had to re-spot the ball about five or six times before it would actually <laughs> stay with the wind and I thought, I thought if, he, if, it, if it doesn't stay on this time he's probably just going to call the game what controversy that would be abandoning the game oh, that penalty yeah. kick but then there was a tackle on El- Elmani right in the touch right in front of Dick Campbell um, and the boy just wiped him out completely wiped him out in front of Dick Campbell no foul given and that's what set Dick off I mean Dick Dick, Dick first Dick deserved to get sent off we cannot argue with that except that he argued with the referee the referee came over and then he stepped back on the pitch and you can't do that so it's the first yellow for arguing second yellow for encroaching the pitch it was it's, it's straightforward but it's probably a red card he was quite happy to, to have because he wasn't happy with the referee yeah. but, but um, yeah we played really well do you know and we'll talk about players again, but for me that was the game that opened my eyes to what a dark work can bring to us as a, a team. Not just with his goal, but the way he played, his overall he's play. An extra so oh, he's an absolutely lovely human being. Yeah. Have you seen that glistening thighs he's got? <laughs> oh, man, is absolutely outstanding. I could not take my eyes off his thighs the other day. I'm no joking. He's got legs like a Charlie Ball. <laughs> Ah, you always fancy a Charlie Bill, do you? I'm no joking. That man, to me, epitomises what a big, strong centre-forward should be. You're no going to push him. What I've seen of him already, he jumps, he's in your face, (coughs) he's your target man, and there's other boys going to feed off of him. He's very technically. I'm actually now slightly worried for him for when we have him in. Yeah. uh, (laughs) For the next next board, because he's going to be sitting next to you. He's going to be eyeing up his thighs the whole time. You're going to insist on him wearing shorts. He's just going to be sitting there going, Oh, Dress code. Yeah. He's hard. Aye, no shorts that day. No shorts that day. Keep your hands above the desk. But then, had the, in my opinion, the freebie Scottish Cup game oh, against Motherwell. We're not worried either yeah. way, really, about that. It was just about putting on a good show. Great turnout. And, and your heart of hearts did we expect to beat Motherwell? Yeah. No, but for me, yeah, you're absolutely right. For me, that's been the turning point for me for this season. I think that showed him that was a free hand for uh-huh. us. Free hand. But I thought Motherwell were poor. I thought that, well, poor's maybe a, a, wrong, a, a bad word, they weren't very good. Uh, I thought our broth were good. The difference between Motherwell and our broth that day, in my opinion, was Motherwell were just a little bit crisper and faster than their passing. And their passing. Passing? Passing. Than we were. And that, I think that just comes because we were getting used to our uh-huh. day, new, getting our mojo back. Full time, they, they came up, they've played together for a wee while. They're a Premier League side. But their, their passing was sharp. Uh, Bang, and it was, it was forceful passing. None of this tip tapping passing back and forth. Every pass when you watched it was going. They were stronger in midfield than us. Fine. 
no drama. But I thought as a team we competed well. Uh, I thought that uh, they didn't trouble us too much. We looked good in defence. Although I, th- I was a wee bit... I thought that uh, Tom O'Brien was what's the word, possibly up against it a little bit. He was missing Ricky because mine Ricky yeah, went Ricky off. Uh, so he was, he was, he was there. But <clears throat> again, for me, that's the freebie allowed the players to relax mm-hmm. and just kind of get in amongst themselves. Just my opinion, by the way. Any yeah. shiny thighs? No. Oh, I was glued. <laughs> well, he, he was great. That yeah. again. He was, yeah, he, was, he was. He was. He He really showed himself up against. Scottish Premiership defenders and yeah. he showed again for me every single game he's played he's got better and better yeah about, I think um, so and um, I think that um, the only thing that was missing from him was a bit of support you know we didn't We for me the frustrating thing is we say it's a free hit but I think Motherwell were there for the taking I think that had we been a little bit braver in attack a little bit braver you know we might have got a result um, 2 0 again flattered them. I think 1 0 was a fair. No, result, I, you, know? I, you can't have lost the last couple of minutes. It wouldn't have surprised me if we'd nicked the goal and gone in extra time and then it could have been a different game. But um, they are both, and we can't hurt back to it, but they are both this time last year would have, beat, would have beaten oh, yeah. Motherwell on, on that day, even the way Motherwell played. Um, but I still think that we played well, we competed well. Um, overall, left, I didn't feel totally dejected or disappointed. I actually felt. Because we were we were about in the morning, yeah. about in the morning helping with the pitch and stuff like that, and I felt the real community spirit, the both community spirit was yeah. there. You know, I feel that's what's that's what's still there. You know, yeah. they turn out for the oh, home support. Do you, Fantastic. Do you, do you think just just I'm just, I'm just putting this up for discussion? We were one nil doing maybe two or three minutes to go, and we were attacking, and we got a corner. I think it was up up here. Just out of curiosity, personally, I would have had the keeper and Abdi up. We put two defenders marking a halfway line yeah. and a goalie. Would you have shoved Abdi up or yeah. would you have played safe? Cup game just for us. Discussion. Yeah, it's it's a free hat. Yeah. Yeah. Cup game, you go for it, isn't it? And a Kenneth goalie's done a score all the time, but for some unknown reason, when a goalie comes up, up sits well, in defence. Well, look look at Sander Clark for St Johnston at Ibrox. Yeah. I mean, he didn't actually score, but he set Creates up the goal. Half, yeah. He set up the yeah. goal. They, they, got, they ultimately got them to a cup yeah. final, you know, so... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've, on a personal, selfish point of view, I've never seen a goalkeeper score in a game. Oh, yeah. I would love to see that. Great, that great. would be the best thing ever. Yeah, as you said, and you're in a great spirit with the the club. Yeah, I mean, ninety nine point nine percent of the folk it was doing here in the morning was working. It was just fantastic to see. There was the odd one wasn't working. Dicking about with a camera, ducking pictures. Oh, <laughs> aye. Oh. Aye. I did love the odd sandbag. Aye. But, uh, supposed to meet at half eight, and I turned up. I turned up just before half eight, and half the work's already done. You turned up on time. Uh, no. Well. Jeez, <laughs> no. he beats me. I think it was a great thing. I think because it's been difficult for the fans, and you will look at social media. We've been slating them. We've all been doing it. We've all had to go at them in the television yeah, and go, yeah. fans have been bickering with each other uh, and it still happens. Yeah. That and Saturday there for the, for the Motherwell yeah. game was fantastic. Abdi was doing, the, the laugh and, and, and carry on was just, but I, I loved it. It was brilliant. Yeah, we pie and a cup of tea afterward and Abdi and then we come in for the game and I think Abdi was quite buoyant. 
it was a free hit, like we've said. So yeah. Sometimes I think you need to hit a reset button, right? And I think what's happened now is we've hit a reset button yeah. as a club, right? The expectations that we had up here, we're going to win the league or we're going to get there. People are accepting that's not likely to happen. Fair, mate, disagree. That's not likely. So now people are saying, right? Actually, we're happy with where we are. Let's mm-hmm. let's get back to that. Let's get back to what we we know and love as a club. And it's been together. It's been spirited. It's turning up every week. We lose maybe three, four games in a row, but you still turn up and you still stand in the terrace. You, you still pay your money. You still go and get your pie. Your your and kidney pie or whatever I don't I don't I don't eat the, the pies here but whatever the pies are you can eat them I, somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I uh, don't, don't don't get me wrong my, my fridge is stocked full of food that I do eat it's maybe no pies uh, but um, yeah I think it's about just coming back here and that's what I like yeah. that's, that for the Motherwell game it wasn't just the spirit of turning up it was the amount of people that actually turned up to watch us yeah. that day as well fantastic I think there was, it's, there was I think a buzz in the town yeah. prior yeah. to that, like, and I think yeah. that's great like, to Motherwell as well Motherwell oh, turned up yeah. their numbers as well like like we all said, it was nice to free hit and we're back. Yeah. And I think that's not just the performance, but the why it is to the community, the club, yeah. the press cover. I think it's, yeah. it's brought the club right back to far we we were. I'm not going to disagree with what you and said there. I think that perhaps where we are at the moment is nowhere we should be. I think two or three places, well, two places up. I think better. Yeah. I think, but it's no, and I'm not going to go at the club or the team, but it's no over league position. A lot of folk, including myself, has not been just that happy with what we've been seeing because we've not seen that for a lot of years. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think we're yeah, greedy, probably. possibly. You can we maybe we're greedy, but we're not used to seeing that. Yeah. I mean, a little bit spoiled as well. Put yourself in an Aberdeen fans position just oh. now. Yeah, but they're going yeah. through hell, but they're still about fourth or fifth in the league. Yeah, yeah. You can. We are wide down at the bottom, yeah. but our second bottom, but we're feeling positive. I mean, I think yeah. we, we, we just we basically all need to turn out for between now and the end of the season, regardless. So if you lose games, whatever, because the, the, the players need us. They need they need the backing through the terrace. They don't need the dissenting voices, and I know people are entitled to shout and boo and to say things because they pay their money and their fans, and they don't always have to agree with everything, but. More than anything, the players need their backing. You know, the club needs the backing yeah, because we're not going to get through it otherwise. You know, but we will get through it. I believe we'll get through it. In fact, I'm I'm, I'm a firm believer. I'm looking up. I'm I'm with you. I'm not thinking that we're going to just be involved in a three-way fight down at the bottom. I think that we'll get out of it and we will climb the table. But we do need the fans to we're, continue turning up. We're playing Kilmarnock next year because Kilmarnock's coming down. So we'll get back down there and we'll stuff them at their own ground next year. <laughs> They've made Kyle Lafferty, they boxed that league last year. I'm just telling you right now, because Kilmanich coming down, guess they are absolute rubbish. They are terrible. Yes, farmers rent. I believe you, you can tap my rant. I'm fed up looking at that boy Kelly Way on the Twitter. You'd think Kilmanich were a big team, they're the smartest club in Ayrshire. I'll wind them up here. Oh, but I mean, Tiger honestly. honestly they're up here, they've gone into the Premier League. They've no given themselves a show. They have they, they have been poor. And Dundee United, I don't know what's wrong with them. I mean I'm expecting them to get better now that Spoonies over. But they're they're rubbish enough. So that's clubs. Dundee United Kilmarnock struggling. Aberdeen struggling. Their fans are gonna be We were struggling. We are on the up now. In our league, Cove are not looking great. I think f- yeah. for the positivity, I think we've yeah. got more than what they've got at the moment. I think we are going in the right way and they're coming the other way. Well, at Jan- the moment, Jan- anyway. can actually be a crucial month, you know, because ah, the recruitment is absolutely key. I mean, we will talk about recruitment. I'm sure Fermer's 
very expertise, got great expertise in recruitment and he's professional. Aye, for very pickers. Aye, but yeah, well, some of them maybe do a better job on the pitch, but. Oh, 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 controversial. Goodness me. No, that's poor, that's poor. The modern game. No, no, for me, this is proof that we were on the up. The Morton game. Morton's a bogey, we're that bogey team. Morton's Morton's struggle against us. Near the best first half. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, Spoonie, the Morton game, seen as you were there. Yeah, oh yeah. Fairma was down in Greenock as well. He was through there. Was he shopping or something? See, see, when they say in football, there's there's some. See, for players, there's there's some tough venues, there's really hard (laughs) venues to get to and stuff like that. Tough places to play at. But see, for support as well, there's sometimes some tough venues to get into. Get into, I know. They've got high standards. Sometimes you get there and you see the stadium, you see the bright lights and everything. You think it's Saturday afternoon, can't wait. Football day, brilliant. You get up to the gates and for some reason or another, you just can't cross over that line and get into the stadium. Dazzled by the bright lights? Probably, aye, probably. Listen, he can mark it, as I said when we were off air, he can mark his mileage sheet down, he did do the journey, but we'll maybe need to pass pass over to someone else to talk about the game. Uh, but, um, are you a bomb scare, Fermer? <laughs> I, well, I had a job getting hit the ground because of my bomb scare. <laughs> I had then I came out of Hartman. We were in the bowling club and I tripped coming out of the bowling club and oh, I was. Oh, lost your footing. Lost my footing, eh? So, uh, yeah, it wasn't the best first half of football I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness to myself, and fair play to the Victoria Bowling Club, I sobered up for the second half. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> you, were, you were drunk. I, I didn't realise that. Aye, I'll tell you, I've watched a lot of football games in my life. That's the first time I've been refused entry to the ground. And to be fair, I just didn't look well, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) But the boy at the Victoria Bowling Club, he gave gave me some mere soup. But no, listen, uh, children, don't do as I do. (laughs) Anyway, back to the game. Second half, uh, I I thought we were very, very good. and I'm just going to come straight onto the goal. I'm just, I'm listening, I'm, I'm, I'm listening in amazement here at your description of the second half. Are we, trust, are we trusting a man that's, that we've said, that's had one grey goose too many to give a description of what happened in the second half? Do you know what the score was? Do you know what? You've actually, actually, he's been, I tell you, he's been to hospital. I'm not going to tell tales what game it was or not. He was at hospital one time and he texted me and I, and, and I was talking about the hat trick. He didn't even know it was a hat trick. <laughs> And it was at the game. I wasn't even at the game, and I knew there was a hat trick at the game. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, gee, He's got for him then. He's got for him. The man's coming out firing the balls here. It's Grey Goose for him. He's got Grey Goose. Need stop stalking Grey Goose up there, Paul Reed. He's been raking about in somebody's bag throwing bombs out here, like. Right. Anyway, McKenna's goal. I'll tell you if it was for me, it was good about McKenna's goal. McKenna said the practice and that. But uh, you see the way that Ryan Dove, he didn't just pass that by, no, he it up and that was that was superb. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, what do you call that? A volley, a half volley, a drop, volley, drop yeah. volley? I half guess. volley, yeah. I mean, yeah. McKenna, I spoke to McKenna afterwards and he said that the pass for Dow was absolutely on a oh. plate for him because he said that he said if he'd rolled it on the ground it gives you a decision to make in your mind do you yeah. take an extra touch ah, right. and have a shot but you've got no decision to make you just have to hit it first okay. time the way he did but it was it was the build up to it as well it was oh. a team goal it was a fantastic it started way back way back in defence and six passes later we've got Ryan Dow doing his little cheeky wee assist um, and a sublime finish by McKenna outstanding probably one of the best 
goals I've witnessed for years to be honest with you it was outstanding um, but it was just testament to the way we played as a team in the second half we were absolutely on it that's the best performance we've had this season I think two things about that game for me one the freedom up Mikey McKenna is getting to play with is, is back to like it was yeah, last yeah, yeah, season yeah, yeah, yeah. because we've got other players yeah, able to create yeah. space for him yeah, the whole game's not on him <laughs> absolutely yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and the other thing is see when you look at the bench now yeah. We've got game changers on the bench, which no disrespect to the, the people that have left, but no. when you looked at the bench pre-Christmas, you, your heart sank a wee bit. Oh, well, yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. But uh, now you look at it and you go, oh, here, we're, we've got a squad. So it's, a, it's a great bench. Uh, when you think about it, our, our most influential player probably, correct me if I'm wrong, because I was, I was watching a lot of games at Tanadice in, in the early part of the season, and I was only here occasionally for games, but our, our most influential player in the early part of the season was Bobby Lynn. Yeah, and now oh, yeah, and now Bobby Lynn's finding himself finding it difficult to get into the team. Yeah, you know, and don't get you put Bobby Lynn on the pitch, he will contribute Absolutely. enormously oh, when he goes on the pitch. But he's finding it hard. But he's not carping the sidelines. He's not moaning and stuff like that. He will keep going and he will keep at it. Until back he gets that one. super sub role yeah. again. Yeah, but he knows, he knows the club and he'll, he'll work for the club. He'll do it. Also, what you said earlier on for for Bobby, Bobby's is valuable at training. As he, is, as he is here and I think that people need to understand that you can have a remember I always remember Walter Smith saying Ali McQuish was the first name he'd have Ali McQuish and his team every week or in the dressing room mm-hmm. because of what he brought to it and that, that's what Bobby Lynn mm-hmm. brings we has it to these youngsters so I don't know who said it but somebody famously said that the best managers the, the best way to manage is to manage the ones that are not playing than the ones that are playing because you want to make sure that you've got a happy camp and your overall coach. So, so Dick Campbell's work is with the players that are not getting a game every week just now to, to make them realise, you know, that they are... Yeah, I might, I might disagree with that a little bit, you and just... I mean, I care what you're saying. It's very easy to manage good people. You've got to work with the, the bad people, but you kind of forget about your good people. They still need a boozy yeah, and a love as well, so... Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Bobby Lynn, but is there anybody out there who wants to buy a Bobby Lynn uh, toilet seat? I've got one of them going, signed by all team. Also. I got it at a hospital drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you were not there. No, you, no. Is that the game I had to leave at half time? Uh, 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 anyway, sending me bad text messages, JB, which we're not going to talk about. I took the toilet seat home to my wife and thought it would be great in the spare bathroom. Nah, that's not happening. So if anybody wants a Bobby Lynn toilet seat, <laughs> <laughs> it's up Put for it grabs. an auction prize or something. Uh, yeah, like that. Community I'm Trust will take it at an auction. Are you want a the JB in your house? No. <laughs> but I'll take it with the Community Trust. <laughs> That's the games we've got coming up. Yeah. Got Wraith and Cove. Mm-hmm. Two two big games. Cove will be a cracker. Aye, I can't you were going to say that. Forget it's, Cove, because that's... It's a good time to take them. Ah, oh, Cove's... Cove are... Do you think they're done? I'm not saying they're done, but we're not... Listen, Cove's a massive game, so it, it's a six-pointer as well, so yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you... Cover know what we're aiming for. We need to be higher. Wraith on Saturday. We need yeah. to get Wraith. Yeah. Get, yeah. Let's, get Wraith. Them in. let's get Wraith pumped because if we beat Wraith, it doesn't matter what Cove do. We sort out them. We'll leapfrog Cove and get up into the, out of the danger zone. Well, and, and that's where we have to be. That's the interesting thing is that in McKenna's interview at the weekend, he was talking about he thinks that more teams could come into this 
as the season goes on. Rafe could be one of those sides. If we beat them, mm-hmm. we'll be six points behind them, and suddenly that doesn't seem an insurmountable Correct, gap, yeah. you know. So then, yeah, and then Morton, Morton are on the same points currently as Rafe as well. So Morton are maybe not so secure as, as they maybe felt they were if we can start to put yeah. results together. So, so then right. suddenly the league yeah. changes. Big look dog at, look at the Scottish Premiership. Uh, before Christmas, you're thinking, God, done United are doom and gloom, right? And they might still be, but there's four, there was four teams after the weekend that were all on the same points. Yeah. That's what we could we could start to see if we can hold them into it. And then, and then you're talking, it's interesting then. That's what I mean. Uh, uh, Wraith's only lost, we've only lost one more game than Wraith. And so, play that, there's nine yeah. points of difference at the moment. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a massive game on Saturday for Wraith. Uh, and I, I, I really, I'm... I'm very, very confident on Saturday for that. Ah, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, you mentioned Cove. Uh, we need to sort Cove out. We just need to put them in their place. Uh, and I think now's the time to do it. It is, but do you know, my only, uh, we're talking about Cove are on a down at the minute, but we have to remember there's a gap between the Cove game as well, and it can be a time where they can uh, just almost two weeks to we've, go. We've got, you know, we've got a free weekend after the Rafe game, yeah. and then it's. You don't know, but I, but they are on a downer just now. They are on a downer, but for the Rafe, from Rafe perspective, I spoke earlier about the Morton performance being the best this season. The performance we had at home to Rafe Rovers here was probably the worst I've seen our both play yeah. in years. That was the that was the night for me where I thought, God, this isn't working this season. This is something needs to change because we just passed the ball side to side to side to side, and it was probably the night to be fair. That Candle looked at the team and thought this needs to pull it up and, and start it again. And fair play, see when something isn't working at your job or your employment, you you, you look at you, you you put steps together and you say right, let's start afresh, let's put the the blocks in place, and that's exactly what we've done as a club since then. So hopefully, um, Rafe play the same way as they did because if they play the same way as they did and we play the way we can play, we will beat them. Yeah, we will. Well, I mean, I, I would like to think that the club will do the kind of draws with. If I was dead. Yeah. I'd be talking to players somewhere next Saturday. Just come on, something like kick about, like lunch, and just do something. I think, that, I, think the, I think the players I, may I, have. They, they, they're probably going to be arranged somewhere. I would, I would hope that they're going to arrange some. Arrange a team building a spirit. A, a, yeah. That's what it needs. You know, they can go. They can go and have a few drinks together. They can go and have fun. They can go and have a laugh together. It's, it's about. That's what they need. It's what we were talking earlier. We need that collective spirit between now and the end of the season. So if they, their pals with each other, they've already got a, a core group yeah, of guys that have been here for years. But it's about getting the new boys yeah, on board. Team building. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's what you Just want, stay after Gregory say. <laughs> yeah, I avoid that. I know this is an Arbroath podcast, and we're going to talk about all the all the signings. But the one for me, uh, for other teams, was Simon Murray leaving Queens. Yeah, that's, I yeah. think that's going to hurt them. Yeah. I actually uh, wasn't shocked to see he left Queens because I've heard a lot of right. So I don't know enough about them. I, I heard a lot of chat that for one reason or another that um, he wasn't entirely happy there. They weren't entirely happy with, him, and there was mm. a lot of chat that he was going to be moving. But right, okay. I was surprised at Ross County right. because I, I I actually thought he was going to go to Dundee. I thought that was the team that I was really surprised at Ross County. But I think it's a good sign for Ross County. But you're yeah. right in terms of Queens Park, it could cause real yeah. damage. I mean, they've seen Connor Shields who from from Queens South who. Who at Queen of, well no he was at Motherwell but he was at Queen of, where he made his name at Queen of South he did really well there had a purple patch there got a move to Motherwell um, but I don't quite know if he's quite the same level I mean Simon Murray at Gayfield if we could he's have quality. him back here nah, I mean he, he ripped us apart for Queen's Park here but in both games I think he did yeah so, every time yeah um, so that goes um, back to haunt us every I, I think he's one of the players that if you if you've got kids playing football you you base it on Simon he's. He's right up, he never tires, he can zigzag all day yeah. on. And, 
Altså, Struggles yeah, is movement. I mean, he was... It was his... He caught us on the break every time in the, in the last game here. You know, he just... He knew what to do. He's, yeah, but remember, he's, that's when we were not good. We are good now. Oh, no, we're totally good. We're, we're, honestly, we're, I'm, getting better. I'm really... No, I'm really, really <coughs> positive, you know. I think that we are... We are back. We are absolutely back to where they, they are both that I know and love. You know, I think that I think we've had a spell. Everybody's hit the reset button and we're back. So. Right. Right. Well, on that subject, we're going to run through the signings, seven signings. Which one do you want to start with, Fermer? Well, I mean, this is near my expertise here because the new signings. I'll reserve judgment till I've seen them. Really? But I, I, I think on what I see and 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 where we go. I mean. We spoke about Sean Adarqua. Uh, I think he's started very well. He's he's a big guy. Uh, he's exactly what we're needing because he's going to let Mikey McKenna take the pressure of a Mikey right. McKenna. Let Mikey play where he plays best, which we've shown already. Give Michael a little bit more freedom. So for me, I think that's a, a tremendous signing. Don't as I said, I don't know how much of it's pink and dick or how much of it's Barry or I think or it's a combination he's, he's not been brought in for nothing so a yeah. lot of it has to be Barry's connections but Dick and Pink will still be giving oh, it of course they will of course they will they're the, they're the boys mm-hmm. so I mean so for me I, I'm, I'm really keen to see how he goes when we come up because just just bear in mind some of these other clubs that we're in battles we they've got bigger clubs to play than we have just now we've played a lot of the harder right. games yeah no that's true, you can, that's so, true. So, uh, sorry to bring that back to that but I'm, I'm interested to see how these guys will, will come up again because I think for me he's a, he's a, he's a great looking player yeah. see, see do you know what I like about a darker right see we all know and love Joel Nubley I, I mean I still, my son's still got the picture behind his bed and, and six months hero but but for me I'm not going to say it's Joel Nubley but what the similarities with Joel Nubley is that he might not score 20 goals for us this season but the amount of goals that he will create uh, by his presence by opening the gaps by making the space by linking up with the teams that's what Nubly did for us Mm. Nubly wasn't a goal scorer but he was a player he held the ball up so well he tied up defenders and then left space and that's what Adarqua does his his control his touch is very sound I mean he can bring the ball out of the sky and he can can kill it stone dead he can play with both feet he's strong um, he's he's good at dribbling. He's good at going forward. He can hit a shot. Um, he can find a pass. I'm really genuinely struggling to find many faults with him. Maybe maybe actually ironically, I don't think he's as brilliant in, in the air as you would anticipate. But he's right, still good in there, you know. But I think he's I think everything about him for me. To, I'm I'm already saying it, it's easy for me to say because I'm not the money man at the club. I'd be tying him down. Because I think uh, that he's, I mean, at his age as well, 22, um, he's come in, he came through West Ham's Youth Academy, um, he got a move to QPR, he had a back injury for 10 months that kept him out, and he's only just recovered from that back injury. I think that we're lucky, in some respects, he had a back injury, because he might have kicked on at QPR uh, and we might not have got him, uh, but he was obviously out of favour because he hadn't been able to recover, um, and they decided, right, end of contract, you go, and we, we've pounced on that, so I think, I think he's a great signing. If he Fantastic. can hold the ball up as well as Nubly, it just takes the pressure off the ball yeah. coming back to defenders yeah. at the time, and that's key, I think. He's maybe not got the same, like, uh, I don't know, the... Ball imagine. skills? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Nubly was who, good who on does, the ball. Who yeah. does, realistically? He was who, good. Who can control the ball down in the byline like John yeah. Nubly can, yeah. you know? I mean, he used to just take the ball down the byline and just run along that line, and defenders were expecting the ball to go out, and he just kept it yeah. in all the time. Nobody would, can do that. I would say a dark horse started better than John Nubly did. Yeah, well... 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the first the first night we saw that uh, Joel Nibley, I thought, God, who have we signed here? <laughs> I remember that <laughs> you know? as well. Yeah. We all thought that. I was banging off them and everything yeah. like that. I remember but then yeah, but in fairness, I think he, I think he was carrying an injury that night, and I think I don't think that um, I think he played through his injury, and I don't he's think good. it was his best. But yeah, he's good. Um, yeah, we'll that was a, he's a young lad, like twenty two. So Aye. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm rating him up at a yeah. high nine, high eight, high eight, eight out of ten. I'm thinking eight out of ten. We'll stick with that. Yeah. El Mani, El Mani, because they were the two that sort of came in together. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about all of it. El Mani for me. He's another one, right? He's had an interesting career, hasn't he? I mean, he's he's been to several clubs. Uh, he's probably had more clubs than I've had jobs. Which is <laughs> come on, quite a challenge. But um, yeah, he's never he's only really, twenty-seven. Christ. I know he's never <laughs> he's really he's never really had. But you know, I think it's because I think he's a late developer, right? And I think that's the, where we can, again can maybe develop, we can benefit from. Um, he went to Newcastle, um, which he went from non-league up to Newcastle, a big massive jump. It didn't quite work out for him. He played for the first team at Newcastle, yeah. he played a couple of games. Um, he made a debut against Birmingham in the FA Cup. Um, I think it was. an excellent oracle. Yeah, oh, yeah but, but he went, but, no, but I mean, what he's got is he's technically sound on both feet. I mean, he's very, very gifted on both feet. I mean, he he's definitely got tricks up, up his sleeve that he can take past players and, and things like that. He can dribble past players. He's not afraid to He's not afraid to have a pop at goal. We've seen he's got two goals already. He's set up three um, and he works as well, which is what we need. We, we can't we can't afford, unfortunately, the luxury players that are, that you know, that we can just say, oh, well, the other 10 will cover for you. That, that 11th man still has to do the running okay. and he does the running yeah. as well. And to get on a Dick Campbell side between now and the end of the season, you have to do the running and he does do that as well he didn't get he actually didn't come on at the weekend against Morton um, he's on the bench but I think he will obviously really disappoint because he started really well but I think that was possibly the right decision and the conditions and the type of game we were going to have you know uh, Dick Campbell picked his yeah. side based on that but uh, we'll see a lot of Yassin I think what are you giving him out of 10 I'll give him a 7 Ooh. young lad I like Baldy mm. yeah uh, I've seen him a couple of times. I I think for for me, I think he's needing a wee bit more. Uh, I know a lot of people have rated him really highly and and seen him in that. For me, he's just needing that little bit more. But I think he's I think he's got something about him. He's got a look about him. He's a hard worker. He looks a hard worker. Uh, doesn't give up. I I sometimes think his first touch is no brilliant, but that's just me. Mm, I'm I'm probably going to completely disagree with you. There you go. Uh, <laughs> right, for, right, I think he's brilliant. He's yeah, brilliant. absolutely brilliant. Right, he's he's another one. Right, his career history. He started. He was at Rangers B. He's been at Livingston B. He's been at Hibs mm-hmm. B. Um, he was then at, out on loan to civil civil service strollers. He's been on loan at East Fife. So and he's only twenty one. So he's, <laughs> he's he's not. This is where he's going to make his grade. But he's made the step into our team and he's played almost every minute since yeah. he came here in January. Nah, and like do you know what? His work rate is phenomenal. And that's what we've been missing in midfield yeah. all season. We've like, dare I say it, we've been missing Nicky Lowe in midfield. Right? Well, I'm just waiting to say he's like, he's like a, a Nicky Lowe character. A player of that ilk, a player that's going to run about Harry, Harry players, not give them time in the ball. He's not afraid to put a tackle. He's got four bookings already, which I'm not sure mm. is going to be great over in terms of discipline. He's only but, three games. But that demonstrates that we've got somebody that's got a bit of dig about him. And do you know, we had that when we had Ben Williamson here a few years mm-hmm. ago. Somebody that was going to go about and wasn't even afraid to put to put a tackle in. He can pass a ball. 
I, um, I like him a lot, nice and he's 21. Good. We've got him an, 18, an 18 month contract. I think that's sensible business as well because I think he will get better and better and better. It's good that these guys that they're, they're signing, bear in mind, I didn't say I didn't like them, but what I'm saying is they're obviously saying something for their big contracts and time and doing so. <laughs> you put the reverse lights on. No, 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 Okay. What, you gain him? <laughs> That's just been nobody's putting the reverse lights on as well. I, I'm going to stick. I just, I just, for me, I'm giving him a six. Six? Oh, uh, to be fair, to be fair, I should maybe put our money up to a, an eight instead of a seven. Hmm? Okay. okay. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Well, sticking with midfield, Hetherington on loan. Yeah. Do you know, in fairness to, to Everton, right, he's not been fully fit yet, nah. is he? Mm-hmm. When we signed him, we knew we'd signed him when he was carrying a little knock and we were getting him fit and we weren't, I think, I think part of the arrangement was that we, we weren't fully committed in terms of finance with him at that point. I think, I think there might have, there might have been a little bit of assistance and understanding from Falkirk that we're sending a player that's not fully up to speed yet, right? So it's good, so the clubs have worked Aye. together well on that. But in terms of, um, what he can do and what I've heard from him in training I've heard he's the business in training and, uh, and, he, and he belted mm-hmm. in a 25 yard when I watched him on, on the Monday night and I heard they played a bounce game the other night and I heard he was excellent the other night as well Happy and, days. and I think that again he's a worker again he's somebody who's played a lot of games at a good level I mean he played about 130 games for Aloha which is good you mm-hmm. know Aloha consists he was a loyal player there um, he went away to Falkirk he was made captain when he went to Falkirk mm-hmm. first you don't get made captain of a club unless you've got something yeah, about yeah, you yeah. in terms of your personality and that's what we need is personality um, so yeah and with Keegan Jacobs out long term mm-hmm. um, with Dylan Tate's been out for a long time you know we, we need we need extra bodies in the midfield and I think he'll be important I think he'll be important for the guys for these new guys round about him as well I think they'll learn off him because I think he's he, he, this boy can put his foot in the bar and he can see if things are going to be right I, I think I think he'll be a great signer. We can only give him a provisional right. score then. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll give him a provisional eight, but you can't ask me. You can't. I've not seen him play for. That's it. what I'm saying. I've, it's provisional. For, I've seen him play for other. It's made a prediction. Yeah. Potential. I, I, I think. I we know how good your predictions eight. have been this I, I season. I think he's a potential. I think he's he, he he's uh, he's the guy we're looking for. Well, another one is uh, Dow attacking midfield thirty-one. I love him. And we That's, touched on him earlier, didn't we? I think he's great, and I think he'll be. I think he'll be uh, a, a massive help to, to Michael McKenna and Sean Edwaka. I think that's yeah. You'll see. Well, he's already helping Michael Aye. McKenna, but you well, can. I think he he's, he's got he's got a brain. He's got he's got a brain. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a step ahead of a lot of people, uh, and and that will make a big difference. I would. Be, I, I tell you, I might like to see him. Again, he's not played a lot, but I think. Ryan Dow and, and Scotty Allen might actually. Well, I was going to mention him. Like, where does this? I think. I, well, okay, and Scott Allen's got a fat bar brain in him, but I think boy Ryan Dow is as yeah, well. I want to see him, yeah. and I think the two of them could maybe. Well, we've seen... for, for me, Ryan Dow is the is that he's the one that I've got the most hope for. Probably just because I came here about him and seen him. Right. So we've signed three midfielders. Where does Scotty Allen fit in? But Dow Dow can play more wide yeah, and more. Wide, and he can play up front as well. Mm-hmm. He can play. Yeah. He's played. Do you think there's play, a, a played space in his career at Dundee United? He played in a more more advanced yeah. central role. Do you think Scott well. Allen's got a place? Or do you think? I think I think he's I think he's got a place between now and the end of the season, right? Whether or not he becomes a regular starter between now and the end of the season, 
I think he's got work to do to do that. And I think, uh, and it's no, I mean, Scott Allen's a fantastic, technically gifted footballer. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I mean, he, he can, at the time when he hits the ball properly, he can have a precision pass like few other players in this division can can do. But it's, it's whether or not in the situation we're in where we need to battle and scrap yeah. for points, whether or not that type of player becomes more of a luxury or yeah. more of a bring off off the bench you, when exactly. you're winning a game when you want to or or, or when you need to unlock a defence. Do you, do you know think that the, the type of players that we've signed now and how we're going now were probably I'm I'm feeling we'll not be battling so much. I I think we'll be commanding a wee yeah. bit more with the players well, yeah. that we've signed. Well, yeah. So I'm thinking some of these other guys, I mean, we've mentioned Baldy there, because yeah. well, Kenny's a worker, even I said he was a worker. Yeah. Uh, he's a worker, and some of these other guys will be working here. So I think now we might, Scott Allen, will start a wee bit, because he'll know he players rushing at him if these guys is in, doing a bit yeah. tackling at him. So that might be the time mm-hmm. when he unlocks the the, the colour pass for McKenna yeah. or, or Dow or, or, well, now or, you mention it and I know you love a stat our possession has gone up this month in the last yeah. few games so that might see Scotty Allen we're holding the ball yeah. better yeah. if we go back to the Morton game we absolutely bullied them off the park yeah. right from and then after we bullied them off the park then we passed them off the park and I think you're right I think we totally dominated that second half I mean the, the, I've, my, all my pals are Morton fans right that I go to Scotland games with and, and, and we've got this yeah, well, not actually <laughs> pals, they're acquaintances. Right, but uh, but uh, even, even in the group chat, they, I've been in a group chat with them for years and they, and they kick me out almost every time I both play against Martin because we normally beat them. We haven't actually lost them in 11 games. So there's been a lot of times I've been kicked out of the group chat. I wasn't actually kicked out at the weekend because they just all accepted hands up. We were by far the better team. And I think you're right. That's probably if that's the way we're going to play. Mm. Let's yeah. start. Let's start getting in your faces on players and saying like, oh, don't like make, put players off and say like you you don't fancy it today. And after we do that, then start dominating the possession. And I think Absolutely. you're right. But Ryan Dow, great experience. Played played over 300 games at a very good level. You know, for, at full time level. For Dun United, Dunfermline, and Ross County, you know he's played it. He's played at a very, very good level. Yeah, it's the sort of player that will come in and go to training Aye. and play straight away. Yeah. He'll fit straight away because players say he can play football. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so good. What about the man that runs faster than Mbappe? Oh yeah, Toyosi. Toyosi, right? I think he will be important for us, right? I think it was a, an interesting debut. I'm going to say right because I think that he. Offers a certain je ne sais quoi, you know. I, I think that um, he's uncertain. You know, defenders probably his teammates don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, I think that's part of it as well. But I also think defenses don't know what he's going to do. And I think that his pace, we didn't quite get to see. I wanted to see him on a one to one. I was looking forward to seeing Usain Bolt running down the down the touchline at Capital. We didn't quite. I we didn't quite get to see that. But what we did quite get to see is that again with a dark way, he'll probably tie up defenders because defenders cannot afford to, to give him any space. So then that maybe opens up space for other people. So it'll be interesting to see. It was actually a funny moment on Saturday that Toyosi probably will want to forget or he'll put down his most embarrassing moments. I don't know if we were aware of this, but um, he was running, he was running full pelt down, down, down the flank, right? And he couldn't stop himself. He ran into the advertising hoardings and he fell right over the advertising hoardings and he was behind the advertising hoardings for about a good 60 seconds and the referee had to go and pick him out of, of uh, the So is this like Forrest Gump when he yeah, signs his yeah, yeah. stop <laughs> running, stop running. Honest, I think he'd been, maybe maybe in the sense that he'd been a bit of a pest to Morton. Morton fans didn't like him at all. Right. They were booing him and it wasn't because he's a St Merlone. They were just fed up with him um, and they, they were laughing at that point and they were like, they were, and all the fans were saying he failed over he fell over and everything like that 
Um, I don't know if they, maybe they were singing that to you outside actually. Maybe it wasn't to you, say. You're a man with the jokes tonight, man. Thank you. Link up with a dark with or? I think it's perfect. Keegan Tosh. Ab- no, it's absolutely. It's, yeah, it's it's pay, it's pace and power. It's it? an old one for you. No, but it's, right. it's, it's, it's the power. Your dark brings the power. He brings the strength and everything. Yeah. And he's got somebody running off him with pace. I think it's ideal. I think I think it's perfect. And I can totally a hundred percent understand why the thought process was. Let's get somebody fast. Hesky Michael awesome. Owen. There he goes. Yeah. yeah. I was mere thinking. Like, no seeing him play. I was more relating until Danny Denham because Danny Denham was a wee bit like that when he did bar. He didn't care what he was doing, mate. <laughs> but do you know what? That's, that's a bit hard, right? Do you know what I think? I don't know. We'll see. I saw a couple of goals that he'd scored on YouTube. Ah, I saw that, yeah. YouTube And he absolutely left the defence for dead, you know. Yeah. So um, if he can do that a few times for us this season, then yeah. That's what we need, isn't let's, it? Let's, do you know how many times this season we've been caught out with pace? Aye. And that's been so frustrating, you know. So the teams have got all these fast attacking players and we haven't had it in the early part of the season now we've got it so let's see how the other teams uh, cope with that best the best form of defence is attack yep alright you give him a score for him? potential score I, I don't care I'll hit it put a hand doing it uh, I don't care him I've not seen him so I'll hit it give him a provisional aye ok I'll give him a based on what you tell him I'll give him a provisional 7 <laughs> better than Baldi then Yes. Listen, you're, no, no, no. <laughs> you're hitting go at me. I'm just listen. I'm just didn't think Baldy. I'm no, just. No, no. I'm not saying he was bad. I'm not saying he was bad. I'm just with what I've yeah. seen. I will tell you. And I'll tell you something. I'm just. I'm sorry. Jal Leonard's money. He'll earn us money. He'll, we'll sell him for money at some hmm. stage. Jal Baldy. That's fine. That's good. I'm just saying. I don't care. But bear in mind, I'll get a rip for this because the last time I slapped somebody off, I got griefed. <laughs> I'm still recovering from my, my, my commentary bashing for Rob Douglas. Oh, of course, <laughs> aye. Uh, what was it, Adrian, you were named? Lewis, uh, uh, last Wallace night. Yeah, aye, last one, we'll just go Lewis Banks. The mystery prize, Lewis yeah. Banks. He's just exactly what we are needing. A defender, a right back, to allow other players in front of him. Now listen, Oakley was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Nobody saying he was not. He was, he was an attacking player, thought it would be fair. We're needing a, we're needing a good old-fashioned right, right yeah. back. We're needing... I love Jason Thompson. I didn't think Jason Thompson was the most attacking man in the world, but he was a good right back. He could attack him if he, when he wanted yeah. as well. But he was a tremendous right back. Uh, and, I, and for a while I was thinking Oakley was exactly what we were needing. But you saw sometimes that he was he was pulled for it and he was maybe... He tended to be yeah. more a, a, a midfielder slash right winger. Uh, and I just think that uh, Lewis Banks is will be good for that. He comes very highly highly recommended. European pedigree. He's played well. Yeah. I said he's yeah. played. I mean, Sligo Rovers and it's a team yeah. that's well well known. Yeah. yeah. So I, um, to be fair, Lewis Banks is and, and Ryan Dow are the two that I'm more glad about. about right. uh, for, for me, to be honest with you. See when I see when I first heard about Manchester and Lewis Banks. I thought he's an Arbroath player all the way. Hundred percent an Arbroath player all the way. He's somebody that's been loyal. He's, he came through the ranks at Stoke City from the age of, I think eleven, and then he left him twenties. Moved across to Sligo, and and he's won Player of the Year over in Sligo. He's played hundred and eighteen games, I think it is, for Sligo. Um, the fans loved him over there. Um, he seemed to be an influential person in the dressing room. He seems to be loyal, settled. Um, I think he's an Arbroath player all day long for me. You know, I think I'm with you. I think. 
I think when I saw, I thought, bang on it, bang on it. He's 25, good age as yeah, well. You know, yeah, in his prime. Yeah, and six six Europa Conference League games he played earlier this season. He played both both full 90 minutes against Motherwell when they beat them 3-0 in aggregate. That's some experience. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think it's a brilliant sign. No, I, I actually think I think we've done well. I think it's like we've got him under the radar and other clubs have said, no, where did you get him from? You know, so um, I'm really, really excited to see him play. And he can play central defence as well, so... Yeah. That's again why it's an Aberdeen player. Dick Campbell <coughs> has made yeah exactly the versatility they've had players like David Gold you know yeah. over the years you know we think Hammy's made it different positions you know players James Craigie when he was here played a lot of different positions you know so I think that's that's what we're looking for as a club and I think he will be great so seven seven great signings to be fair yeah potentially uh, potential great uh, signings I think and it's in early days but I mean it's really. It's really good. I mean, I, I, first time for a wee while, I'm kind of looking forward to yeah. the Saturdays oh, again. Saturday will be brilliant this week. Yeah. Can. Uh, and I think I'm no, I think we will do well on Saturday, but if we didn't, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because they'll be there. But then I hate to worry about these players settling in. These are skilled players. Oh, established. They can come into a team. You can, it, it's, I think the analogy I used earlier on, a, a golfer can use any club. But he can have a better game with his own clubs. Uh, these guys will play football for anybody, but once they've been there and settled in, they'll develop. Great them. analogy, mate. Great analogy. I tell you, it's my strong suite. Where do you so, get them? Do you get them off a of Scottish dragon? Just <laughs> brilliantly. And then you slug Scotty, he's my pal. Jesus, peeps. Need to add it to that. Right, we've, we've touched on a few, but is there any of these guys we're going to miss? Haughty? No. Corf? No. Oakley? Yeah. Mm, possibly I. He's got he, it at Queen's Park. Is he well, Aga? Yeah. No. Fosu? Nope. <laughs> Hancock. I didn't mind Hancock to be. Hancock fair. was alright. He didn't, get, he didn't Hancock. get the biggest. He's injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't get the biggest trial. So we're not going to miss him. No, I think so. I think Hancock and uh, young Kieran Shanks will be names for the future. Kieran, Kieran's, I think Kieran scored three goals for yeah. Head, So that's good. good. Brilliant for him. Um, yeah. I mean, Kieran could still come back and be a player yeah. for us. Yeah, you know, abs- he's, absolutely. He's got, he's got a contract. He's got a long-term yeah. contract. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I genuinely don't think he was punted out there because we're saying, oh, well, you'll eventually go. I think he was genuinely punted oh, out to, to build up, get games, yeah. get confidence, and then come back and see what you can do back here. So tough, tough being a sub. You can and they get in a game. It must, it must be tough for them, especially at that age. Can you need to play? You've come for godlike status and you're up there scoring goals yeah. and that, and you come down here, and it, it's not great. But I, I, as I said, and I keep coming back to it. We've had a bad start. These are the boys that've done it. But remember, we're in boys that's been here before. Yeah, they're coming and settled down again now. So we're hail seasons near these lads now. It's coming back. The whole team has had yeah. a lift in the back. Uh, absolutely, yeah. uh, Scotty Stewart coming back for me is. Mm-hmm. It's like a nuclear. Ah, oh, it's a great thing. Uh, Tom O'Brien looks looks a lot better on Saturday. Yeah, coming back to himself. Yeah, Mikey McKenna since the start of the oh, year's been uh, phenomenal. I thought he was great against yeah. Motherwell. Yeah. Yeah, he I, was, I, he's been I thought he was just the start of the year. Yeah. He, he started at Dundee. I was, I think after that game, he spoke to me after that game, and he said that was the bro of old, and I think yeah. that was the Michael McKenna of old. Yeah. But I think he's another one that's maybe been carrying the weight on his shoulders no. of, of it yeah. because I think. We've, we've still got a core group of players that have been here for a number of years yeah. and I think that they were devastated yeah. about the way oh, it was going aye. and they were taking hard because they think this isn't like Arbro, this isn't the, the club I know and love, you know. It might have, if they'd gone to another club and they'd said, oh, well, that's maybe what it's always like, but they knew that wasn't the Arbro and I think that 
um, they're now looking at it and think this is more like us. Yeah, like JB said it earlier with the bench, if you're playing on the pitch and you look at that bench, you're going to raise your game. Because yeah. there's yeah. quality yeah. on the bench and you know that you can be whipped off. off. Yeah, absolutely. And Scott and Allen. And the um, fans know. Dylan Tate. Yeah. That uh, whoever comes on can play. It's a great yeah. incentive, yeah. isn't it? That's, that's a great good. Yeah. yeah, I think, they, I, I mean, it's pop. I don't like being disrespectful to players that have gone and everything. I'm, I, I wish them well. I hope they go on and have a career. But I think there was probably a lot of points where Dick early in the season was looking to change things and he's looking at his bench and thinking, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to change yeah. things with what I've got on the bench. And it's a shame for them because probably they weren't at the, yeah. the right place yeah. or the right level. You didn't just improve you. You didn't yeah. bring a sub on to make yeah. it worse. You know I, don't, I, mean? I don't think you can be criticised for saying players is no just where they are or where they should be or what you think for your club because there'll be lots of other players I mean when you look at social media there's some names banded about and, and you go because I'd kill for him to be at my club and they, these guys don't want them but these you guys can't. might go on a great thing yeah, it's exactly some, some right. just don't exactly yeah. right. that's true it's so, not, it's, sometimes you've got the right person in the wrong environment yeah, sometimes so you get the right player in the wrong environment it's not you to know say it. they're bad yeah. players they might be exactly I mean if you'd, if, you'd, if you'd judged Newbly in his first three games for Arbroath you wouldn't have had him. Mm. So, hence why, here yeah, you've heard the EFF now firmer. Baldy might be the new Nubli. You've rated the potential. Could you, could you just go through and rate all their thighs for us as well? <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got a picture of Sean Adarpa behind your, your doorway's thighs and everything behind your bedroom. You're laughing, there. you're laughing, yeah. but. That's a specimen of a man, like. Yeah, but just comment on his thighs. I want to say thank you to you, um, first and foremost, because I know we've given you a bit of slagging about the job hopping and things like that, but since you've came back to the Courier, the number of uh, articles that are getting put out there by our broth has rocketed. So, and, and that, that's down to you, so thank you for giving us the club the exposure it deserves, because it probably didn't get that when you left. Well, thank you. You want a free subscription? Is that hey! No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I, put, I pushed them a lot on social media as well, you know. Maybe I sometimes think I'm being a little bit of a pest, you know, to put them out no, there. No, I wouldn't think you're being a pest. You're... I'm just a positive <laughs> But do you know what? Get that tongue in your cheek. I think the, the, club, the club are really helpful with me as well. I have to say that as well. You know, the club have opened the doors to me. Um, and that's not always the case I mean I've worked in journalism a long time and you don't always find that at clubs so a lot of clubs are, are scared they're paranoid they won't tell you anything and things like that but there needs to be a level of trust between me and the club as well the club need to know that sometimes they can tell me things that I won't always run yeah. to, to write about or sometimes I will keep up my sleeve or, or I'll put it at the right moment for them um, and, I, and I, I will always be fair I might not always be 100% positive there might be times I have to criticise but I will always try and see because I think I, I really understand this club. I understand the ethos of the club. I know where um, what it's all about, what makes it tick, and I know I, I know the realistic expectations of the club as well. I don't think we should be battering the club, right? See if see if we're Celtic just now, right? And Celtic are in the position that I brought in just now. You can understand why Celtic would be getting battered by that, but why should I brought be getting battered? Because I brought when they got into the Championship. I remember standing on that pitch at Glebe Park when Dick Campbell says, we'll go up there, we'll give it a real go and everything. And I was in my heart of hearts was thinking, I think we're going to be up for one season, we'll be down. Right. Four seasons on, we're up there yeah. and we are an becoming an established championship Absolutely. club. So I think there has to be a dose of realism about where we came from, about how much the club has improved behind the scenes. I mean, the infrastructure is phenomenal here. I mean, we, we are the envy of an awful lot of clubs oh. in this division. 
and also looking at our fan numbers. I looked at a stat the other day, I love my stats, eh? um, but I was looking at attendances and I was interested to know that we are the sixth most popular club um, in terms of attendances this season in the Championship. Mm-hmm. We're above Morton, we've got more support, more average support than Morton, and Morton are a long established club that you you, you think, oh well they've been in the top flight, they've had, they've had big crowds, but we season ticket numbers, I would love to see the numbers at other clubs, but I think we were probably in the top four probably in this league in terms of season ticket numbers. Hospitality. What a job, what a job. I mean, I say it every time, but what a job Paul Reid does for this club. Um, but it wasn't ju- it isn't just Paul, it had started before Paul Reid came in here, but he's built on the solid yeah, foundations. Done well. Happy birthday, Paul, by the way. Yeah, happy birthday, Paul. Happy birthday, Paul. Yeah. But I mean, youngsters. Yeah, the youngsters. This is it as well, opening up to the, the 1880 crew. Yeah. That's, that's great, because yeah. I know in the past, I think there was a little bit of suspect. I think this tried to happen maybe about eight, nine years ago, I've got the back of my head, that they were trying to do this and it didn't just quite kick off, the drums weren't allowed and stuff like that, the drums are a big part of football now, I know mm. Fermer doesn't like them but I think that we need to accept they're here to stay. Um, but it's because it's the only thing louder but, than him. But embracing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 they can't hear his body. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think... We, I mean, we've said it so many times, the amount of growth merchandise you see about the town, I don't see another club's merchandise anywhere now. It's just a growth. People are proud of their club. They're proud of the town. You know, they've bought into it. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. I just, I love living in this town. And it's... It's fantastic. It comes with its own problems. And I gear we love. Yeah. It's been superb for us as task. So we, again, we're now going to be running two buses. Oh. Okay, that's a, that's a, a big thing. The last time we did that... Is the other one for you to sleep in? <laughs> <laughs> But, take him down the road while the game's on. The, the great thing is, Ken, so that's that's a hundred foot going up with buses. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Granted, a good lot of them's youngsters. So yeah, but still. It's, uh, no, no, it's fantastic. But it comes with the same wee bit. We're now running our buses at a loss. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> we, were, we were getting on better when we were struggling because we've got that much youngsters wanting to get into the game. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to have to push a wee bit of mere fundraising and get them. But, but what a great problem to hate mm-hmm. for yeah. us. Yeah. So a lot of these guys are going to the games now, and I think I mean I can win this will be it'll be for the Cove game. So that speaking to the club last night, if the task bus fills, the club's going to put another bus on. Oh, brilliant! So you can it'll be three great. buses. Great. Uh, brilliant. And these the youngsters, they are they are the future for next the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the ones. Right, Jackson's now. We've talked. I've talked about Jackson before. Jackson's now been going to football. For, I would say 12, 12 years here or something like that. Right. So. Jackson, Jackson, when he's a dad, when he's a granddad and stuff like that, he'll come back to Gayfield and watch games. The ones that are coming are younger than Jackson now. The core group that are coming in now, they're younger than Jackson. They're the ones that are that you're not just getting just now the here and now, and you're getting them just now. It's the ones that are going to grow up supporting them. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm seeing what you're writing down. He's, there, he's seen but the Jackson, I mean, when he's seen these new signings, he must have exploded with excitement. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, did yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think that was it's good. No, it's, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. See, when you're reporting on the on the games, when did you get told which games you're you're going to see? Is it like the Thursday, Friday? 
Well, now it's actually down to me to decide what games are going. Is it right? Yeah. Okay. There's a kind of, I mean, my workplace is brilliant. I genuinely is, and they, they just they just know that I will know pick games. And I'm at a lot of our prof games because our prof genuinely are the story just now while they're while they're trying to battle to stay up. I'm going to the breaking game next week. I was so just I'm, to say, I'm, I'm away. I'm away. I'm away. Actually, on the breaking team bus up to Nairn next uh, weekend. Ironically enough, I was supposed to be going to Wick this weekend and miss mm-hmm. miss the prof wave game, but. There's, there, they can't get me on the bus this week to go up to, to Wick so um, I'm going with their team bus next week up to there and Breakin are doing brilliant as well yeah. if, they win, if they win at the weekend against Wick and then they, and then they, they win their game against Nairn they'll have gone a full calendar year without losing a game which is fantastic you know so um, yeah I'll be like the year they went a full calendar year without winning a game well this is turning it on its head I know that's, it's turning it's, but do you know I put, I'm on an Abroth podcast and I'm wearing a, a I'm wearing a broth top. They are my team, but I do want all the Angus sides to do well. Um, Except in throws. I still kind of secretly <laughs> want them to do well. No, you know, I I'd like them to be in the same league as us. You know, at least so we can beat them four times a year. But <laughs> uh, as long as it's the championship as well, I, I think Good they're a, I think they're a championship club in waiting. But I don't know if they'll get up this season. I yeah, think I, I think they're 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 struggling. They're going to struggle a wee bit in the second half. They've lost a lot of their their good signings of the day. Yeah, they've just they've just they're in a tough league as yeah, well. They're yeah. in a really tough league. I mean, it's like any team from eighth place up to up to second place really is battling for playoffs just now. Maybe Dunfermline are going to kick on, or maybe Falkirk will catch them. But it looks like there's going to be a real battle in that league. You know, I think Peterhead and Clyde in that league are, are cut adrift. They're they're battling out for bottom and second bottom, but the other teams are are battling. So um, it would be nice to have Montrose up in the championship. Oh, it would it's... be. And, and I wonder though, I wonder if they would look and see what, because both have set a template for what Angus Club's going to achieve. Oh, I wonder if Montrose would look at it and I wonder if their growth would be similar to what we've seen at a, a, here or, or maybe pro rata because they're a smaller town, but would, would their growth still go up? Would they still, would they get, would they capture the spirit the, of the town? Would they, would they capture the imagination? I don't know what their merchandise sales are in comparison to us, but I know a growth will. They can, they can, they can certainly... <clears throat> Uh, copying uh, do, do what Abro's done whether they have the same amount of uh, catchment fans is a different story when you look at their uh, attendances away from home and that again they don't have so much fans but the fans they've got are loyal to Montrose yeah. so you can that, I think the chances is there for them but they're doing a lot as well when they're pitching up they're quite a good community club they're community, as well do you know, so, they're, they, they, they've been set, they've, I, I'm not even afraid to say this in the Abro's podcast they were the leading the leading club in the community in terms of in the whole Angus. They were the leading club. They started it. Their, their community trust has been phenomenal, and I think that we're starting to catch up. And I think their growth community trust is, is outstanding as well. You're involved in it, John, and I think that um, I think Breakin have caught and done to that. Bre- right. Forfer are starting to catch up and realise. I think that I think that Angus clubs need a community trust really behind them. To have that link with the community to show that what they can do for the difference. community, and it's it's a two way street, isn't it? It's about yeah. what what can what can the club do for the community, and then the community then suddenly buy yeah. right into the club and realise this club is, is they're emotionally invested. But yeah. we're having that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you can over exaggerate how important it is for for clubs not. Uh, the clubs that don't have the clubs that don't have it right now are struggling. I think genuinely, the clubs that don't have that sense of identity, that don't that don't really understand their general public. I mean, how do they talk to their supporters? How do they speak to people? How do you know they they don't really understand what their core support is? And I think those are the clubs that are struggling. 
the clubs that are the clubs particularly our level particularly championship level the clubs that are thriving are clubs like Abroth that really understand who their customer base is that really understand what makes their, their community tick that understands how what role they've got to play yeah. in supporting their community and then what role the community can play in supporting the football yeah. club as well you're trying to build loyalty aren't you yeah but, but, but grow at a rate you can support it at yeah. it'll not be the first time and I don't mean our road, but it'll not be the first time clubs grow faster than they can support that. Yeah. Uh, well, you're that. talking about like a, a club that's been bankrolled, though, or you're not talking yeah, about... Yeah, that's what I'm you're saying. You're talking about like a Gretna, you know... Yeah, that's what I'm... Exactly. I mean, I think you've got to watch it. And one in our division, I mean, they say that they're set for it, but, but Cove's going to hate to watch. You can yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's it. And I'm certainly no criticising Cove. I mean, I, I quite, I've quite enjoyed my time up there. I've been there. But... They're growing quite quickly. I mean, they've come from, I'm saying they, they nowhere, but they've come from well down and, and risen very, very quickly. So I, I hope that they can continue and grow at the same rate. I hope they're comfortable in League One. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know I'm an update to be comfortable in the Championship. <laughs> I, do, I, I actually don't care what team that's in League One next season, as long as it's not a bro. Exactly. I, I genuinely, yeah, I I, there's no club that I'm looking at saying I want them to go down. I just want the club not yeah. to be a bro, you know. So, um, Cove, I understand where you're coming from. Cove, really, realistically, Cove should be thinking this season's all about consolidation. And if they finish eighth place, then that's been a roaring success. Yeah, but they don't, to the outside looking in, they don't seem to be accepting that. They seem to be in all sorts of disarray because they're not higher in the league. And maybe they need to be a bit more patient. And I mean, they've they've sailed to the leases. Yeah. They maybe need to understand. You get to a certain point, and then you yeah. have to consolidate. Yeah. yeah, but maybe you hit a ceiling for a while, and then you you sort of raise the roof mm-hmm. a little bit so you can go a little bit higher. I mean, that's I think that's what we did as a club. Yeah. No, I think we, I think we've lifted the ceiling off, and then we've you know we've we've started to. But I think we initially went in and thought, right, this is our level. We've yeah, reached you, our level. You're climatizing, and then you move yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Can't just keep um, blasting right so through. I think that's maybe potentially an issue. I mean, don't get me wrong, on a purely selfish or growth perspective, I hope that their poor run of form continues. I really do. Yeah, well, we all do because we're all looking for our club, but it is good when it's a bit ticked there and That's exciting. challenging, isn't Nerve it? It's jungling. always good when it's a bit ah. ticked. Eh? <laughs> yeah, it is good when it's ticked and, and, and exciting because it gives you something. You know, when we were one in League, uh, League One and League Two, when we ran a while away and it was over very early it was getting a wee bit boring <laughs> and when you get everywhere game, when you get like game and you're, you're, you're pumping teams and it's a, it's a great feeling but it's nothing as good as getting that wee bit of anticipation and, and stuff like that again what well, do you think that's gonna, this is going to do for the crowd you know because obviously we're going to have pretty much games going to mean something between now and the end of the season so. yeah I, I personally think the crowds will actually increase I see more and more youngsters coming yeah, for I a start I, I think the kids the kids is bringing numbers up and they are interested in football uh, let's no let's no kid yourselves there's a lot of the youngsters your, your son included uh, cares a lot about football and, and enjoy it and it's going to be an exciting second exactly. half of the season as well with the players we've brought in and the, yeah. you know, when we start m- moving up the league we'll maybe have to watch Ken, from we're playing clubs with bridges around about us like but you can nah. there's two things that we we, we're on a competition on one of them you're already in which is the prediction league yeah I'm not doing very well I'm above Farmer <coughs> everyone's know. above Farmer this season <laughs> right. how's Suits doing because he was down the bottom last time I checked to see ah he's, he's down there still Farmer's well. not actually uh, participated every week how's that I was having problems with Twitter 
Were you banned? No, I couldn't get to work. All right. Couldn't get his phone to work on Saturday. He's all over the place. I'll try to press the button and stuff like that. Somebody wants to press 999 on the way. The other it's a high scoring uh, game, that one. <laughs> the other competition we run, and I know you listen to the, the, the podcast, so you'll know is we have the, the, the best chanter in the dressing room competition. And at the moment, Bobby Lynn stands alone. Um, there's a man here that I've been told could potentially beat him, though. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> Aye. Yeah. Because uh, I've, 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 I've been told that you almost won tea in the park tickets at a karaoke competition. How do you know that? Seriously, how do you know that? <laughs> I, tell you, I, spent, I tell you what I've been for the last ten nights. Good how old Jill strikes again. It's a very select few amount of people, apart from the ones that were on that trip and and very close well, people to me that know well, that. There's now well, four of our 20 listeners. <laughs> All right, okay. And, and we were told that you would give us a good old Jamaican number um, to, <laughs> to see the show out. Okay, I'll try my best. So right. you're going to sing us out? Right. I burn like a fire left in the rain Cause I run the race Oh yeah man, I feel the pain From the resistance I is feeling the strain all the realisation is that we is all of the same. Come on and shine, shine like a star, shining so bright, like the star that you are. Oh, shine into the future, spreading your light as far as you go. Go on, Bobby Lynn, you've been pumped. <laughs> Jeezy peeps, man. Tell you right, right, obviously I know your source right, Jill doesn't, Jill actually still doesn't believe to this day that I nearly won those tea in the park tickets, we were on, we were on a boost cruise right, it was a journalist day out and it was all the sports stars we were on and we were on the Loch Lomond and, and it, it was a really boozy day, tell me that because I'll tell you one story, we got on the bus after we got off and, and we were a number down and we couldn't find, it was a guy, um, who works for BBC just now? I will not go mention his name, but um, no, it was no, no, it's not him. But he died. But he was. Uh, he, let, let's 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 just let's just. I'm not going for names. But let's, <laughs> but, but let's just say that we, we couldn't find him, and I was genuinely worried about him. And I was like, but we, he was found in the toilet, and he maybe had a, a grey goose too many or something oh, like yeah. that. But anyway, we had a karaoke competition, and I sang that song, and genuinely, I almost won the tea in the park tickets, even though I'm terrible. But I almost won. No, no, no. We'll If that doesn't beat Jeezy Peeps, man, I don't oh. know what will. You'll have that on TikTok. You'll... <laughs> That's going in. If Ford Radio Clyde and get that on. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that accent, it Radio should be Radio Wales. <laughs> Anyway, tonight was all about just reviewing the transfer yeah. season, reviewing the last few games, looking slightly ahead. I feel we've covered yeah. all of that. Farmer, before we go, do you have a rant or a love-in? No, nothing no, no. Tonight? I'm just going to say I hope Abney enjoys tonight. It was a wee bit of light-hearted banter. Uh, we're just giving our opinions, guys. Absolutely, that's uh, all it is. We'll get the guests back on. Um, we've got a few players lined yeah, up over the yeah. next few weeks, um, so we'll get all that. Jamie, anything from you? All good, done. Farmer, done. Well done. Thank you very you much, Spoonie. No, Brilliant, you much. thank you very good much, man. mate. And uh, a pleasure good, to have you here. Good to hear you back. Thank you very much. Yeah, right. It's good Cheers. to be back. All the best. Good night, God bless, and we'll see you Saturday. Bye, everyone.